Hillbilly Horror Stories presents Eerie Encounters. So in high school, I worked kids' birthday parties. The place was basically a giant gym, and gymnastics dance classes were always held there. One day I came in, and one of the girls I worked with, who was very spiritual and very religious, was totally freaked out. During the gymnastics class she taught that morning, one of the kids was staring up at the ceiling. When she asked what the kid was doing, he said, there's a little boy up there, and he pointed at the ceiling. Strange enough, but you know, whatever. Kids are weird. Later, two girls who were working a birthday party before mine came out of the gym and were visibly shaken. A pair of five-year-old twins went down on a slide and then stared at the ceiling. They both said that there was a little boy up there, in the exact same spot on the ceiling that the kid from the morning gymnastics class had pointed out. We all went in and we inspected the ceiling. Of course, it was just a regular, gray, warehousey type ceiling. But we were all super freaked out at that point. During my party, I was pushing a little boy on the giant swing that we had in the gym. He, too, began to stare at the ceiling. He said directly to my face, Hey, there's a little boy up there. We told all of our co-workers and managers about the three separate experiences that we had that day with children from different parties and classes seeing a little boy on the ceiling. The next day, we had downtime between parties and nobody was in the gym. There are cameras in the gym that allow the parents to see their children playing from the lobby. My manager called us out to the break room. Guys, check this out. We come out and we see the screen, which is streaming from the gym, showing that giant swing going back and forth. Nobody's in there. It's just a swing going. I like to think that the ghost was truly a little boy who just wanted to play, and he finally got to go on the swing. I guess it could be worse. That story was sent anonymously. always on the fence about ghosts because there was no scientific evidence of them being real. And I was also going through a big question phase with religion and the afterlife at this time anyway. But my family moved into an old farmhouse when I was around 12. This was a very old farmhouse with a build date around the Civil War. The original owner's name was still on the old barn out back and we found numerous old antiques built into the walls when we completely renovated the place. A few odd and end things happened after we first moved in, but, but some very distinct things started happening to myself after I turned 16, but never to my sister until after she turned 16 also. The most prominent memory I have, the upstairs consisted of two bedrooms. One bedroom was the room at the top of the stairs. The second bedroom was at a separate room just to the left at the top of the stairs. I had the quote-unquote private room, and my sister's room was at the landing. When someone walked up the stairs, it was very distinct. You could hear each individual step and the creaks got louder as the person approaching you got closer. So one night, I'm sitting on my bed. I'm watching TV or something. I hear my sister come up the steps and go lay on her bed. So I start talking to her. When she doesn't answer me, I get annoyed and I go into her room to figure out what her problem is. Only she is not in the bedroom. My mind is completely blown because I know I heard her. I call for her and she's been downstairs the entire time. 
and we never felt threatened, but it did seem that this entity liked picking only on women. Even my mother, who absolutely doesn't believe in ghosts, had to admit that some odd things had happened. I think the funniest thing was having my ponytail pulled while I was doing the dishes. I don't know why it was so funny, it just cracked me up, and whatever it was, felt like it was just playing with my hair. That's from Kelly in New Hampshire. grew up in a very scientific family. I never knew my dad's stance on ghosts, but they were never talked about, so it really didn't matter. One day when I was in high school, we were eating dinner together, and I decided to ask my dad about our old house and moving into it when I was just a baby. So he told me a story. Apparently, when we moved into the house, we lived there for about a week before we started to receive quote-unquote gifts once a week. Every Friday morning, my dad told me that there would be some sort of a handcrafted gift sitting on the mantle of our fireplace. My dad was reasonably freaked out by this because we were the only ones with keys to the house, and the last owner moved well out of state. So, he informed the local police, and they decided to patrol the property every Friday night looking for intruders. They found nothing, but as you could imagine, the gifts kept coming. So my dad told me that eventually he gave up, and feeling helpless, he went to our local church. Eventually, he had a priest come and bless the house, and we stopped receiving the gifts. What really freaked me out about this was the fact that my dad never believed in ghosts, and didn't mention once that a ghost was causing these gifts to appear. He's an engineer, so he always tries to debunk people's paranormal stories with some type of a realistic explanation but he was 100% serious with this story. One of the gifts that we received, we actually still have. It's a wooden sled with a small painting of a man, presumably my dad, pulling me and my sister on the sled. We received this gift about eight months to a year before my mother passed away from cancer, so that made the painting on the sled very freaky in hindsight. My dad only told me this story once, and he denied that he ever told it to me when I asked him about it recently. This message is from Annie in Delaware. When I was younger, my older brother and I would randomly see this tall, dark, shadowy figure wearing a top hat. Think about Abe Lincoln. He would walk down the hallway in the house where we grew up. It had no distinct features, just a shadow, but standing in the middle of the hallway. It would always stop just outside our bedroom doors and just stand there for a moment before continuing to walk down the hallway. Whenever we would run out to the hallway to see it walking away, it was always gone. I was always fully awake when I saw it. But my brother said he woke up a few times and couldn't move with it standing at the end of his bed. Then it would just disappear. We had an old German shepherd who would bark nonstop every time we saw it. We would see it a few times a month for years until my parents split up and my mom moved out. When we got older, my brother and I both mentioned it to an aunt on my mom's side who was visiting one night. 
she turned as white as a ghost. She told us that when her and my mom were growing up, whenever my mom was around, she would see the same thing at nighttime. After that, we mentioned it to our dad, and he said the same thing. The entire time that he was with our mom, he always saw the same thing. These sightings all happened in different houses, and even different states for that matter. I asked my mom about it once, and all she would ever tell me is that when she was little and lived in Massachusetts, she used to have a guy in a top hat follow her around. She said she never saw the shadow figure, though. She passed away in 2012. I saw the top hat shadow about 30 minutes before she passed, then found out about her death an hour later. That was the first time that I'd seen it in 10 years or so, and the last time. That was from Cheryl in Illinois. I saw my deceased ex-husband in my kitchen. I was watching TV in my living room in the middle of the day. I kept hearing this sound like someone was jiggling their change around. It was pretty loud as if it was in the same room as me. I paused the TV, yet the sound persisted. I started looking around the room, and when I got to the kitchen, I saw him standing there. He was looking around as if he was taking stock of the apartment. Oh, and he was jiggling change in one hand, while flipping a quarter in between his fingers with the other hand, something he did quite often when he was alive. He turned his head and he saw me frozen, staring at him. The expression on his face I knew I would never forget. His eyes got huge and he kind of tilted his head forward with the expression like, You can see me? I don't know how long we stared at each other, but I turned away when I started to hear my cat ripping up the carpet again in the other room. When I turned back to my ex, he was gone. It's worth noting that he had only been dead for a couple of months. Some Romanian women that I worked with told me that the dead stick around for three months or so before crossing over. I don't know about all that, but I know without a shadow of a doubt what I saw that day. That story was sent anonymously. You have been listening to Hillbilly Horror Stories Presents Eerie Encounters. If you have an eerie encounter that you would like read on the show, please send it to hillbillyhorrorstories at gmail.com.